This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. You're listening to Fresh FM. My name's Matt and I'm talking to Chris Watson today. It means, along with the theme music, that we are talking about the Nelson Film Society and a preview for the next film. Kia ora, Chris. How are you doing? Moreno, fine. Yes, it's a wet day, but it's nice to be with you. Ah, good, good. Yes, we're recording this on Wednesday morning, the 21st. Yes, so, uh, but we're talking about the 27th, um, Tuesday. Doing a bit of time travel. So um, before we get into the main feature last night, is it true that you showed a short? Yes, yes, we did. Every now and again, we show a, a local short. Usually they're ones made by the local school kids and entered in their um, competition. But we have uh, had a couple this year from the Top of the South competition, which is for you know adult filmmakers in Nelson and Marlborough. And last night's was a, a remarkably uh, well-made movie. It was called International Jam Pot. I mean, the jam pot sounds a bit odd, <laughs> yeah. especially because it was actually about motorbikes, uh, classic motorbikes, um, touring the um, South Island last year, just before lockdown. Wow. And um, it was international because some of the riders had come from Australia, from England, and so on. Um it was made by Peter Bladesdale, uh, or Blaisdale, to say yeah. it correctly, um, and it won the prize in at Top of the South last year. It's only 15 minutes long. Um, indeed, it's a kind of trailer for a full-length film, which they're going to release on YouTube, I think, later this year. And it was brilliant. It was so well made. Um, we usually vote, as you know, on our uh, main um, feature films, so... I actually asked the audience how many people would give this one five stars, and the whole lot did. Oh, wow. <laughs> it got a lot of applause, and Bla- Peter Blaisdell was with us, so he answered questions. It was it was a great start. Nice, nice. And then, of course, you uh, went into Tehran Taxi. Uh, so how did the audience react? Did it do better than the souvenir the week before? Oh, yeah. It was a lot more effective than the souvenir, which, if you remember, was a kind of bit of a flop, really, for us. Uh, this was such a gentle film, um, Tehran Taxi, and it was about such nice people. Uh, I think the audience enjoyed it much more. Uh, I don't know the rating yet, because we don't usually work that out until later in the week, but I think it'll come in the higher range. Uh, the political commentary and it was so gentle that for New Zealanders it's difficult to see why the authorities in Iran should persecute Jaffa Bahadi so fiercely but um, they did uh, you know he he made the film under duress and in secrecy yeah and smuggling them out that's yes that was the tricky way to get <laughs> to yeah. get them clear the very end of the film actually ends with a bit of a puzzle um it goes black uh, and you the camera in the um in the car which has been filming it all is presumably being stolen and the last words that are said are did you get the um, usb out of it you know and so there's an indication that it's probably the Secret Service that's come for it. Um, wow. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, does this week's film take political risks as well? Oh, yes. Uh, in fact, it's far more direct in its attacks on the regime under which it was created. Uh, Leviathan's a Russian film. It's about political corruption. And it even dares mention the name Vladimir Putin, along with a list of past presidents whose reputations um, the film treats, well, discredits, in fact. Wow. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, wow. So what's the story about? Well, the title's an indication. It's a bit complicated. Leviathan was the name of a book written by the political philosopher Thomas Hobbes, first published in 1651. That was during the British Civil War. Its name comes from the biblical book of Job about the conflicts that can beset mankind. In particular, people's daily lives can be damaged by authoritarian rulers. Um, Hobbes was probably thinking of Charles I <laughs> when he wrote this, but <laughs> of course they got Oliver Cromwell next, so it wasn't much of an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hobbes' point was that ordinary people should combine to resist such autocrats. Okay. So how does an ordinary person suffer in Andre's film? It's obviously his surname's fairly hard to pronounce. <laughs> Zaya Gintsev? That's about right. <laughs> Zaya Gintsev will do. Um, well, the ordinary guy in this film is called Kolya, and he lives in a very pretty part of Russia. It's in a coastal town by the Barents Sea. So I looked that up on Wikipedia, and it seems, although it's in the Arctic, it's got relatively warm sea currents there, and there's a high biodiversity, including whales, uh -huh. which are, of course, leviathans. Yes, yes. The skeleton of which appears in the poster for this film. Um, anyway, in this very pleasant little town, the local government, in the person of the mayor, who's called Vadim, wants to buy Collier's home and its land uh, in order to establish a communication centre, they say. Right. But it's obviously a spurious attempt by the mayor to get Collier's valuable property, and he intends to do it by using a compulsory purchase order. Um, doubtless you can feel it coming. There'll be further chicanery to see him taking advantage by on selling the property to a consortium of crooked land developers, doubtless. Uh, yes, and you've, you've got to say there have been rumours of such things happening even in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid so. And in many other countries, um, this kind of oppressive behaviour was foretold in Hobbes' book, as was the need to fight back against it. And Collier does fight back. He's got an old army friend uh, called Dmitri, and he's now a hotshot lawyer in Moscow. And he's persuaded to come to the Arctic and do the best he can to forestall the machinations of Vadim and his gang. So how does that go? Well, pretty well. Uh, but as Hobbes also noted, the ordinary man can be subject to manipulation, um, especially as in the case of Dmitri, he develops a... Oh, well, a lustful passion for his friend's wife. She, she's called Lilia. Oh, dear. That sounds a little uh, depressing. Well, <laughs> not surprising, really. The biblical story of Job is pretty depressing, uh, probably the most depressing story in the Bible. Um, but there is a mordant sense of humour in this film. 
critics at the Cannes Film Festival in 2014 remarked on the sense of amusement that lightened what would have been a very mordant story. Okay. Um, it's quite funny at times. All right. So did it do well that year at Cannes? Yes, it did. It won the Palm d'Or, and that was against some very tough competition. Um, incidentally, another film in that year's competition with Leviathan in 2014 was the Argentinian comedy drama called Wild Things, which Film Society screened in October 2017 and which topped our voting for that year. So Leviathan's going to have pretty good to be, <laughs> be pretty good to beat that. Yeah, so do you think it's going to work for Nelsonians? Yes, I do. Um, even though it's more than two hours long, uh, the critics interviewed on the beach at Cannes praised its hint of black comedy and said that it moves at a surprising pace and rhythm as it lands a bruising punch on modern Russia. And uh, Peter Bradshaw, who's my favourite commentator in the Guardian newspaper, adds that it's stunningly shot and superbly acted. Um, this is filmmaking on the grand scale. Wow, OK, yeah, and I did uh, watch... That uh, review, it was good. It was really good seeing them It's fun on the to beach. see them sitting on the beach, you know, in a rather windy day yeah. chatting about this film and a few others. Um, it's amazing what you can find if you look for it on the internet. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So uh, you have been listening today to a preview of the film Leviathan showing at the Nelson Film Society Tuesday 27th of July at the Suda Cinema at 6. More details can be found by going to a couple of websites. You can look up the Nelson Film Society or you can head to State Cinemas, click through to the suitor and uh, go on from there. Now, what's the uh, state of things as far as membership and things goes with the Nelson Film Society? Well, we had a committee meeting last week and we looked at the situation um, when we checked to see how many of our old members renewed by July. Um, it was... Uh, uh, postponed our big rush of membership renewals this year because of COVID mm -hmm. last year, keeping us closed. And although fewer did renew than we expected, we're still receiving close to full houses every Tuesday. So we've decided to keep a review of the situation until early September. Mind you, we're going to watch it every week, and if audience numbers drop back sooner, we'll make an announcement okay. earlier than September to reopen. Uh, our waiting list is now around 20 people. Uh, we do hope we will be able to accommodate them either later this year or from the beginning of the next season. So people who would like to be put on that waiting list should go ahead, and they can do it through the online situation that you've just mentioned. Okay, cool. Look, that sounds like a, a bit of a common sense solution, you'd have to say, you know. Yes. Uh, better to have people have to wait a little bit than have people turning it up. It disappoints us, actually. Um, and whenever you hear of um, people who want to come back to New Zealand and have to join a lottery to get here, I keep thinking, oops, we don't want film society to be like that. But for the moment, I'm afraid it is. 
Just too popular, showing uh, films that are too good, obviously. Yes, and at a time when people are glad to be able to go out anywhere. That's right. And you'd have to say, as far as the big cinemas go, they're limited on their big blockbuster releases at the moment, so people are having to look further for... That's certainly part of the reason, we think. Mm. Um, yes, it, it is. There's an Italian film festival coming up in uh, another month, and uh, that will give people more variety too. But the variety is in the art film area rather than the big blockbuster. Um, although Black Widow's on at the moment, and that's worth seeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to know, good to know. Hey, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, once again, this has been the Nelson Film Society. Uh, if you want to re-listen to this, head to our website, freshfm.net. Look under Nelson Film Society. The podcast will be there, but otherwise, the movie's showing Tuesday night, 27th of July, Suda Cinema at 6. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.